Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hey, Heel Squad and Better Together fans. It's not Maria Menunos. It's Mr. Maria Menunos uh, coming to you with a surprise episode. Um... This last week, I think it was on Ask the Manager Monday, we got a question, a question came in about addiction. And while I have had many, many friends who have suffered through addiction, um, and I've suffered with them, I don't have an expertise uh, or an experience beyond that. Um, and so today we have a very, very special guest, literally one of Marie and I's best friends, and someone actually we consider family. Uh, he's a, a professional wrestler, a legend, a two-time WWE Hall of Famer, uh, Sean Waltman, better known as X-Pac, the kid. He's got several nicknames, but he has been, uh, he's been through addiction. He's had many, many friends suffer from addiction. Uh, recently, one of his friends, who uh, Scott Hall, uh, has suffered with addiction, has passed on. Um, and I just thought to have somebody who's been through it um, and uh, has been incredible um, success story in terms of how he's dealt with it. And I know it's a daily process, which we'll get into. And I just really want to make it clear that we're going to be talking about Sean's process, not the process. This is not a one size fits all. This is not us saying that this is how you should do it or whatever. It's just to get one person's perspective on how they dealt with all of this through the years and how they deal with it on a daily basis. And I just thought it would be very uh, informative and hopefully helpful to people out there. So Sean, obviously, great to see you <laughs> as always, you know. Yeah, I used to be known as a hopeless drug addict, right, Kev? I mean, yeah, that's just the truth, right? So it took a while to, and I don't think people look at me like that anymore. Nobody does, no, no. And, and I don't look at myself like that anymore, too. I'm like, that's another thing, I, 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 I kind of have a different view on things than maybe the conventional yeah, people that think they they look they they identify themselves um, for the rest of their lives as a you know as a drug addict. Yeah. You know, and do you do you don't? Do you, I you don't say? feel like that. And so but I, here's no, the thing, I, yeah. though, Kev. Um, but I'm still this. I'm still deep down, like you know, like the same person, right? Like with the same brain. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm wired. Probably the same, if I had to guess. And yeah. Even though I've come out the other side of this thing, this time. Right. Uh, I I am so so much more susceptible to going, you know, to ending up that way again. Right. So 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 in other words, right maybe, now I just don't feel that so way. So maybe it, you don't have to label yourself a drug addict, which seems so extreme and negative. But maybe it's like, hey, I'm just more susceptible than the next person. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I about like it. that. I think that's more. It makes me feel better about Yes, this. yeah, because you're like, it's like so shameful to label yourself. I feel, again, no judgment to anyone else because some people probably have to do that just to avoid. Yeah, just so they don't let their guard down. Yeah, which I understand. And again, I want to, like, I always say to people, I was saying this to Sean before we start recording, there's multiple paths to success. You know, if, if you would wanted to talk to me about show business, I feel like I have the path 
better than anybody in my mind you right. know at the same time if I present a career path for somebody I always say to them listen you might have another way a better way you may hear a better way from someone else or you may have a better way in your heart and that's okay there are multiple paths to success okay I'm just giving you the one that yeah. I know worked for me I can tell you all my failures where I fell short and so with you Sean it's the same thing it's like this is just one path you know that I want you to be able to share with everyone it's not it doesn't have to mean it's the path but I feel like there's multiple paths not just one and I feel like with addiction it seems like it, we're blessed to have have the protocols in place we do but we have yeah. not evolved past yeah we get really stuck in being really dogmatic I think you know yeah and can you speak to that a little bit I just you know I, I mean <clears throat> excuse me Kev sorry oh, you're good water up my <clears throat> by the way we you guys I'm so, I'm so blessed I'm at um, Wrestlemania weekend and I got to see Sean, Sam Roberts, Steve the Steamer, um, it, just so many friends and, and compadres and family members we don't get to see so it's like really nice to be able to you know like we even though Sean and I live in LA and we do see each yeah. other in LA it's just great to have you here so we'll take up a little time while you have your drink so yeah go, so let's speak to the dogma part. Well, it's just, I mean, there's some people that are so caught up in the doing it by the book, yeah. you know, that I think they would almost rather die than do what it takes to stay alive, Kev. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, I mean, I'm a harm reduction person. Like, um, a lot of people in the recovery community, mm -hmm. there's an industry too, and that's a whole other thing, Kev. Right, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. right? There's yes. a lot of money there, right? A lot of money getting people on, and a lot of money getting them off. Yes. Yeah, got it. So, um, man, where but was we were I talking about the dogma. We were talking about like in yeah. the one path, you know, and and that and that you know, for you, you 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 took a lot of principles from that path, but then you also, right? Yeah, but, but so uh, I don't know. Where I was going with that. You know how my brain works. Kind yeah. Of well, okay. So we also have to qualify this with Sean, just so you understand. <laughs> no, no, it's not not that he's had problems with addiction. It's also had multiple head, multiple head trauma yeah. and body trauma, you know. And so you have been diagnosed, right, with some CET or, or you can't really. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it might be a, a thing for me. Yeah. But I mean, we don't. It's hard to tell until somebody dies these days. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, like there's a lot of things you I picked up along the way, you know, like from from the twelve steps, from you know rational recovery from harm reduction stuff and you know harm reduction is just like <clears throat> you familiar with that Kev? no no speak to, I would love to hear this harm reduction it's the, the people that like okay um, for instance well I'll just tell you this like, okay when I had when I had the battle with opiates okay and I got so sick Kev it was just the, <clears throat> it was the worst it was like Probably this is the oxycodone, the Vicodins, those <coughs> kind of pills, yeah. right? Okay. And I was I I graduated into doing them intravenously, you know, injecting wow. them. So when when I was younger, I'd eat Vicodins, and you know, it was yeah. problematic. But I never had that dope sickness, Kev, that you hear about from people, you know, that are on heroin and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but I did, I got it. And uh, so someone told me about Suboxone and it's, it's, a, it's a drug that um, it takes, you, you've heard of like uh, methadone clinics back in, yes. back in the day yeah. and all that. They administer these doses as a healthier it's way. It's similar to that, but it doesn't, you don't get high. It just takes away the sickness. It takes away and it, and it helps you stabilize, you know, to get stable, like mentally, you know, so you're not like in that, in that sickness and always craving and, and it's hard to get your shit straight, you know? So you did do the... Yes, okay. for three years I did it. Right. And um, and then I weaned myself off uh, gradually and came down. And, like, it's tricky It's tricky to come down off of that, too, even the, the Suboxone. Uh, but it's a lifesaver. It's a game changer, Kev. Right. And But, like, certain people think that's cheating or something, you know? It's, uh, you're not doing it right. You're still on drugs. If it's, yeah, no, no. Whatever's going to keep you here. Yes. I mean, sorry, I hate to be like that. I know, I know people. Well, I don't know them anymore because they're fucking dead, Kev. Because, you know, they were shamed into jumping off of that. It's white, white knuckling. Yes, and that's no way to live. 
Right. There's no fucking badge of valor for fucking having to white knuckle it through life, Kev. Yeah. Not in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, again, as long as you're not hurting anybody in this world, I'm always like, hey, whatever, if you just have even suicidal thoughts, whatever, whatever's yeah. going to keep you here another day, you know, like, I don't care if it's fucking having an ice cream sundae yeah. or whatever it is, buying yourself a toy, I don't know. And but. there's people that have fought to keep access to that limited because, like, just to be honest, I was, we were talking about the, the rehab industry. Yes. Right? And the, or the recovery industry. And, right. You know, if people can go... Uh, to their doctor and get the Suboxone and not have to go into inpatient treatment for three months and disrupt their lives and, you know, be away from their families and possibly lose their jobs and shit like that. Yeah. You know, that takes money away from the inpatient rehab facilities. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there are some people, in, you know, in that, in that industry that just are totally against this shit. So you did the, things like that. Kev. So when you so what else would you credit, Sean? So you did that and the weaning off, but then what else? Helped you got to have like some kind of program of recovery, okay. and it doesn't have to be the twelve step. It can be you're going to therapy, you know, like you know you set me up with Ida, yeah, uh, Ida therapist, and you yeah. know honestly, that, I got more breakthroughs with that than I did you know any drug, group drug, therapy with you know other you know People. addicts, yeah. Which was really important too. Yes. You know, the group therapies were, were really good. So I'm not trying to, you know. No, no, I can see that. Listen, and but like, all of it, man, do whatever. Yeah. Do whatever you can to stay alive and live a good life. And if someone doesn't consider that like you're in recovery, then psh, I'm, right. not, I'm not worried about that. And, and, you know, I'm worried about having a good life. It, you know? it, and I think staying here too. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. So, and then, I, you know, Kev, I don't mean to interrupt you, no, go but on, you were talking about white knuckling it. I yeah. don't live like that. That's why I don't feel like, you know, a lot of people I know that are still going through life, like even like five years sober, 10 years sober, um, you know, on the edge of, you know, Having a drink if shit gets rough. Yeah. yeah so what? Do you, so so for me, I, when I hear California sober, we we I hear that term yeah. and everyone makes fun of it and laughs at it. But I'm like, no, I kind of hear what they're saying. <clears throat> that you know maybe they need a little something here and there to you know I. I don't mean to be like so. For me, I'm a I'm a cannabis person. I still use cannabis. Right. I use it differently. I have a different relationship with it now, Kev. Okay. You know, I'm then not sitting around in a circle, you know. I mean, not saying that I would never do that. Right. But that's not how, you know. Yeah, no, I know. Once in a while, I might see you do that, but you're not that guy. You know, guy I used like... to be the guy that, you know, everyone said, I want to smoke a joint with X-Pot. I'm not that guy anymore. Like, I still use it, but it's not like, right. you know, I don't like, I don't like, I like to be clear-headed. Yeah. You know, and so, I don't like to be all foggy brained and just completely stoned out of my fucking mind. And when, so when do you use it now, Sean? Uh, usually later in the day. And, and I, and I, just I to eat wind you some down? at night. Okay. Eat, well, it just, just to, if I get, sometimes I just forget. Forget and that, what? And that's a good thing to, to, Take to have a puff or something when okay. I eat it. Yeah. That means I don't real, I don't need it yet, you know? So it gets to be later and later in the day sometimes, you know. And like if I was doing a, a podcast or something, you know, um, I definitely would wait just so I'd be clear-headed. Clear-headed. You know, I mean, and, and there's things about it, like there are, 
even when you use it, you know, therapeutically, I mean, um, there are some things about it that they're, you know, negative, you know, like it can mess with your, I mean, we got to be real about it, right? If we're going to yeah. talk about the good things, you know, yeah. there are some. Because it's still mind altering. Yeah. And I mean, it can affect the short term memory. Like sometimes I can't tell whether it's the getting hit in the head or maybe I over medicated. So that's a thing, you know? Yeah. But people would, but some of the experts would criticize, right? Because uh, they would fine. think they're you, welcome to criticize. But, but me, they but do. My life is great. Well, not criticizing you individually, but I'm saying that that process of yeah. using some cannabis to fall yep. asleep or whatever. They there are people out there. They're like, no, you're you you know you can't do that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I'm not worried about them. I'm right. worried about me and you know my quality of life. Right. I think, but you I think know. it's important for people to hear this, Sean, because. I think people either, like you said, white knuckle. But it's not for everyone, Kev. That's right. Okay. I mean, this isn't like this cannabis may definitely not be for for, for you and your recovery. But it can also be a fantastic tool. Do you know other people, Sean, that that kind of operate in the same fashion that are able to sure. function? They're here, they are stable, but. And they're, they they were labeled as addicts, but that they might do a little bit of like what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people like that. Absolutely. So you're not the only one. Quite a few. Okay. There's a whole community out there, and a lot of them are athletes. And it's, you know, I mean, it's... And it's your body's beat up too, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the biggest part of it, is just that I don't walk around... And and I should I should be in a ton more pain than I'm in, Kev. Yeah. Just chronically. From what you've right? been through. Yeah. If anyone knows yeah. Sean's career, oh my God, it's like I, it, I sometimes when you describe some of the injuries, particularly the one to your manus, like yeah, the, my I mean, being ripped yeah. open. I mean, like I, I and my like when I tore this bicep, yeah, like my arm was swollen up so bad they almost had to cut it off. It's the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Oh my God. But <clears throat> just, just to say, I would be using. Possibly opiate still, or you know, and trying to manage that without falling back into the hardcore addiction, right? Um, or like anti-inflammatories, which I, I haven't had to use up until recently in years, you know. And as soon as I did again, when I tore my bicep the other week, yeah. I burned a hole in my damn stomach. From that, yeah. yeah. And I don't with cannabis, and and I don't I don't suffer. You know, people always talk about so-and-so suffers from this, right? Are they really suffering? Like, some people are, but, like, people use that word suffer a lot, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I have a different, like, I have a different definition of suffering than maybe other people. So, yeah, I don't suffer. Well, you I know. have some aches and pains when I get out of bed sometimes. It's been hard, too, for... Especially today, Kev. Today, well, yeah, well, just to qualify, Sean wrestled this week, and, yeah. and the thing is with Sean, and I was told by Sam Roberts, because mm -hmm. he, he's a wrestling um, critic, and he said, you know, the thing about you is that you don't wrestle like an old-timer. Like, the old-timers kind of wrestle, they throw a lot of punches, they, you know, they'll, they, they'll do like, they might do one or two of their they squats. Don't their like, they, they don't leave their feet, right? And then with you is... Slow as molasses. Yeah. Well, with you, you go full pace, like the wrestling of today like you were ahead of the game when you were doing it and now they've all caught up to you but you still go at that pace which is like and then to see I saw some of the bumps you took on video and I'm like oh my god yeah so I get where you're you're banged up yeah I'm kind of like an old familiar friend Kev <laughs> haven't hate, seen in a while I hate you say that <laughs> um you know how do you this do you, is just my story though Kev like I mean I I honestly like even though I have differences of opinion with the way, like, you know, the conventional way of doing things. Yeah. Um, I still recommend trying it first, to be honest with you. The conventional you. way. Yeah. Well, wasn't that your way in? Yeah. Right? Because I, I still yeah. have some tools from that. It's a start. It's free yeah. in most places. Yeah. Right? To all, like an AA or NA meeting. Yeah. Or, you know, even if you have to go in an inpatient, like, you know, I mean... Here's the problem with the the whole ending up in you know rehab is whenever you go in for evalu an evaluation, mm -hmm. like almost never do they say, "Oh, he's good. He doesn't need any treatment," because they don't make any money. Wow. 
I mean, it just so happens like 99.5% need to need inpatient treatment. I, I mean, I'm making that up. I'm making that number up, but I but mean, it's but ridiculous. it makes sense. Yes, and even if they're not purposely consciously doing it, there's a well, there's that old saying that like, about surgeons. Surgeons want to mm, cut. Surgeons yeah. want to operate. So rarely do you get a surgeon who goes, "No, you don't need surgery." You know, and sometimes it's to it is probably to make a buck, and then sometimes it's just habit. Like, no, I want to, I want to yeah. do my job, and you know, like you said, someone just might be a habit where they, no, 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 let's get this person in treatment, and better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. So, Kev, you know, I mean, I actually have a relationship, and like, you know, I, I don't have a, an official position with them, but I, I work with a rehab place back in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're very forward thinking. You know. And how are they uh, forward thinking? Like well, they're how? into the medically treated, uh, you know, medication treated uh, addiction stuff with the yep. suboxone and all mm-hmm. that, and you know, and and the guy, you know, it's not like they endorse, you know, all their people in recovery using cannabis, but like on a case by case basis, like the, they understand my use of it, you know, as opposed to all the other shit I would have to use in lieu of it, so. Sean, like, what? See, what happens when you have a loved one that's suffering with addiction, and 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 I find the hardest thing is to get them to want to get treated. What what can you do? It's tough, Kev. It's it's a really tough spot, and I I I I don't have the answer for it. I can just tell you, one of my dearest friends is going through that right now. You know. Uh, it's deeply addicted well, and can't. No, well, he oh, has, has a, a loved, loved one. one. Oh, shit! <clears throat> it's, you know, mm-hmm. his uh, one of his children, and um, yeah, because I mean, there's a fine line. Like, you don't want to be the enabler, but like, you got to be careful with that tough, tough love direction too, Kev. Because I you'll mean, break them. It can be deadly. So do do you recommend? I call it the padded walls, where you just if you're able to, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. really hard. Right. Yeah. It's really hard. You can get like a Baker Act or something like that. It's a three. It's seventy two hours. What's a Baker Act, Sean? You know where they, you know, like you and a, another loved one can sign and you know have them committed, but it's only seventy two hours. <clears throat> you know, so which can be enough to save a life. But then where do you go from there, you know? Um, and interventions are well-meaning and sometimes they're totally necessary. Like when, when somebody is like, they're literally gonna die, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes, it takes them to be to that point before they'll, someone will agree to it, especially if they're not completely broke, right? Or, I remember you told me that we, we, yeah, we were like, talking about a famous person so. that was medicating and you said, Kevin, it will come down to when the money, sometimes when the money runs out. Yeah. Because they're the money. almost out on the street or, you know. Yeah. If they have the money to finance yeah. it, right. They can, they can yep. get all the drugs or sure. the booze they need and they have the system to people to clean up after them. And yep. yeah, that's a tough one, Kev. Right. I know that's what I've had to deal with. And it's hard. And you just kind of, uh, I remember talking to you too about it and saying, you know, for your own self-preservation, because it's, it's got to be hard for you, right, to, in your situation, to have loved ones that are addicts with, with you, or is it, it just is it hurts to see it, you know? Yeah. Because I do, I, I do have a lot, you know, whether it's my family, or, you know, so many of my friends. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. So I went out with my friends last night in a really rough place down at the bar. When yeah, was, you see them all here, right? And yeah. It, it's like a, this is like a I mean, a it was so who. sad to see it. Somebody that was just, you know, one of the, gave up the best energy, you know, when you were around this person all the time. And, and now, just going through some shit. And that's been for a while. Is it alcohol, Sean? Or? That's what's bringing it out. Yeah. Alcohol is such a tough one, Kev, right? It's... it's 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 probably the hardest. Really, people talk about math or really? heroin. Alcohol is the worst. Why? Why? Because when somebody gets bad on that, it's just. I mean, it's always there. It's so accessible. Yeah, there's not a meth or a heroin shop down the street, right? Like, no. Yeah. Wow. With billboards and. Yeah, and it's just that camp visit. You know, physically what it does and just the cravings and everything and, and the damage it does to your body long term. Yeah. Oh, man. Dehydrate you. And, I mean, ruin your organs. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, you know, I don't, it's tough for me to be around people that are messed up on anything these days. I remember we were at a Dunkin' Donuts and there was a guy... It was scary. He had like the teardrop tattoos, and you know yeah. what I mean. Into civilians like us, we're thinking, "Well, God is the murderer," and he was just out of it. Yeah. And um, I was in the car; I wasn't around him. And I, Maria was telling me the story, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna pop this guy," <laughs> you know, for scaring everybody. And uh, you were very quiet. And then Maria, you being more involved than me, Maria said, "No, Kevin, Sean got really sad." Because he thought about himself and he thought about that guy and what the pain yeah. the guy was in. And I've been that guy it, before, Kevin. Yes. And then it got me thinking, like, oh, man, I felt like, a, you know, I, sh- you know. It's funny, the kid who worked yeah, at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, but you should be scared, Kev. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But you don't have to be an asshole about it, yes. right? Yeah, just get out of the way. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean. Right. That guy was probably a wonderful guy that just fucked up, right? At some point, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's scared too, right? So that's what's that's what's dangerous. Just get out of the you're, way. You're, you're, yeah. When you're on what that guy was on, it's you're scared as my, a lot. As my wrestler, yeah, as our as our dear friend Bob Backlund says, the best defense against the chicken wing is don't get yeah. put in it. So I mean, just, I just remember when I was like that guy. I, yeah. A lot of things scared me, but I just didn't react to them. Because I knew that, like, there's a 50-50 chance I might be hallucinating and just paranoid. I at least kept that in my mind, right? Like, that helped me through a lot yeah, of Yeah, because he was hallucinating. And it was, yeah. I remember thinking that, that it was so nice to see the young kid working at Dunkin' Donuts. He's actually a minority. And was so sensitive that he was actually like, bro, it's okay. Yeah. Like, he was so patient and nice and kind with him. Yeah. Because, um, like, if you get untrained police involved in that it could be deadly 
Yeah. You know? Well, there's, again, the training. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, but there know. are some that are trained in that. Yes. I saw some at the grocery store by my house the other day. They're right? tra- they have a background in oh, Yes, good. I could tell that they were doing things differently, yeah. Yeah. They were treating these people like with compassion. It's and, different, yeah, because it's, yeah. they're sick. Yeah. Right? It's Yeah. Um, wow. I'll have to think about. So it's it's the twelve step program is maybe it, it, it's that I like that I like the idea of getting therapy outside of it. Yeah. Um, and get a good addiction doctor, like an actual doctor, right? Like that's an addiction because they're not like bound to any dogma. They are like evidence based, right? Do they, do they let you color lines. outside the lines too, those guys? I mean, you, they can't not let you. I mean, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want, right? Really. Yeah, true. I mean, especially as an addict. Yeah. When you're, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just it. Like, if I wanted to drink, Kev, I'm going to go drink. Right now, if I wanted to drink. I, I just haven't wanted to drink. And Sean, probably the last time I had a beer with you. Right. A long it's time. It's been like years, years right? So... What and even else? then, Gab, I didn't have it. I no, really drank. No, you just nursed it. Yeah. yeah. Teetotaler, if anything, as they used to say. But, you know, Sean, what would you credit? So we're hearing a lot of different things, but what else would you credit for the fact that you were able to do this and to be in the state you're in? I got to the, like, in a lot of this, it just, things happen so gradually with me, Kev. A I lot know. of people go, my sober date is this, right? No. My clean date is this. I don't no, have it, one because, like, I quit the, the heavy stuff at, at, in this part of my life. Then I went a little ways, and then I was able to quit the pills, you know, and, you know, and, you know, opiates and the benzos and all that but shit. But was there anything that triggered and then you? And uh, you know, I wasn't drinking very much, but even that, like, I eventually... I just stopped having, any, you know, any alcohol whatsoever. But was it something that just kind of worked its way out of your body, Sean? You I felt, think, better, I felt think? better. The better I felt, the less shit I did. Okay. It's just it was tough getting off those benzos because I can't sleep. And I was traveling, doing a lot of traveling. So when I found the edible, the, the cannabis, mm-hmm. I was able to completely get rid of the uh, benzos. And that's like replacing one thing with another, but I mean, I got sleep, Kev. Mm-hmm. A person has to have some sleep, I man. I think it's the best medicine in the world, yeah. we were saying this weekend, because we're away from the dogs and the frenetic yeah. energy of L.A., and we're in this hotel room, and you know, Maria slept like a log, and that's not like Maria. And she's like, oh my God, so good to sleep. I'm like, you have to. Yeah. You go mad. First of all, what does your body, but secondly, mentally, you go nuts. Yeah. When you don't sleep. Yeah, when I got back from New York when you were watching Lula. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you people know who. Lulu's one eyed dog that with a broken jaw, where her tongue is permanently out. Sean found her. How many years ago? Seven years ago now, Sean? It's like six, maybe. Six years ago. <laughs> called me up, Kev. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I got this, we got her cornered. And so yeah, I'm but like, we were like, right. Yeah. And then, and here she is with us. I'm like, God. And, okay. Would do any credit to the healing power of animals, Sean? I don't think like I don't think it made it I don't think having Lou made it to where, you know the difference between me like falling back into old ways or not. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been they soak up that stress, Kev, and that like and that sadness, right? Like they take a lot. It, I feel like they take a lot of it in on themselves, from us, right, and help yeah. us. It just feels that like they're she's so soothing. And, but you also, I also think the fact that you had to take care of something other than uh, yourself. Yes, don't you think? That yeah, was healthy? get you outside. Yourself, she was right? very needy. I mean, no one would have wanted no, her. She was. I she mean, is very yeah, needy, she, right? Yeah, she's... Imagine a, a dog, and you can look her up online, too. If you look at Sean's Instagram account, you see a dog with a... a, a, a long tongue. Long tongue, because it's a bro- her jaw's broken. You try to... You yeah. know, we, we tried to create stuff to close it, whatever, and, you know, the just the power of uh, God's creations that she's able to eat and function, but it, she's, she's a lot of work. But look at the joy you've gotten. <laughs> But you became, but being a doggy it's been dad, amazing. Yeah. You, yeah, having a, you carry her, you pack her. She has her 
She's just, retired uh, from the road now, but yeah, yeah, it's so hard to be away from her. Oh my god! I know. <sighs> I we had her. We, we we had her, and everyone fell in love with her, uh, Kelsey and Pooja. But I but she not was, enough to watch her while I was gone this uh, time. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, we would in a second. Everyone loved her. No, everyone misses no, her. The thing is, no, we just, feel bad. I for know how Luke. hard it is. No, so we like no, 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 no. It wasn't. It actually wasn't. And it was a joy to sleep with her because she sleeps on top She's of you, best, which is right? very soothing. Um, Winnie doesn't do that. We rescued these other dogs this week, and they do do that, and it's amazing. They're very healing. These three rescues, and they're so got. grateful, right? It's so grateful. The rescues are like the most grateful. Yeah. But Lula, it was more. I was worried about Lula because she really freaked out. So I said, "Listen, Rio, I have to hold her. You have to hold her. Violetta has to hold her. Kelsey, and we did. We just all passed her around, and then everyone fell in love with her anyway. Yeah. Um, so it was fine. And by the end, she was good." But we felt bad for her, you know, being stressed. But I do think, but I give her, I give that, I think that really helped a lot, Sean. Because, again, just having to take care of her got your mind off you. Like, hey, I don't have yeah. time to be thinking of me. This poor little thing, you know. I mean, I got out of jail. And other people were, what, you got out of jail? Kevin bailed me out of jail. <laughs> you know, it was funny. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was gonna, yeah, well, this was going to come up. Well, no, no, actually, you know what? You know it, what? it makes a, sense. It's a good thing to come up for the people yeah. on the other side of it. Do you mind if I, I tell you from all. my perspective? Not at all. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So, I, so I'll tell you Sean I story. I probably should have qualified it with this, but I, I, I was a fan of Sean like everybody. And then I heard him on a couple of radio shows. And I'm like, wait, this guy is like talented. He's got a really amazing perspective. He's very evolved. And, uh, you know, I'm starting, I'm only learning now, but I kind of have this whole psychic sense about people's paths and especially career paths. I didn't know it then, but I would, but I also at least freely speak what was on my mind. And um, I saw Sean at an event at wrestling. I don't know, maybe it was seven, WrestleMania. eight years ago. He was a mania. And I'm, yeah, here. I'll be honest, Sean, like you're, your cheeks were sunken, your eyes were bloodshot red, you're in this like ill-fitted suit. And I walked up and I said, hey, you don't know me, this is who I am, you can ask around about me. And then obviously Mr. Maria Menounos goes a long way, because you guys all know Maria. And uh, I just said, but hey, I believe in you and I see something like incredible for you and podcasting is I think the way in and then, and then, and then, and then, little did I know, you took me up on it 
and you know, um, I, at the time I had a second house in LA, and then I had the the truck which we still have, and then so we set Sean up, and he went. I, I remember saying, "I need him to live with a bunch of nerds," and all my guys are like, "We're just TV geeks, and we're film geeks," and so I'm like, "I think him," and they loved it. They got to be with a superstar who was making them breakfast. Yeah, they made it. For a while, maybe. <laughs> no, they loved it. No, they kidding me? They loved it, and they really it, they were. I was so much older than everyone. Yeah, but you did it, and you were around all these people. Like you know, again, like they're like, did did you see Walking Dead last night, Sean? <laughs> yeah. there, which is great, and and but this the reason I'm bringing it all up. Honestly, I'm trying not to humble brag. The reason I'm bringing it up is this is something very important happened. So somewhere in all of this. Slowly but surely, Sean's, you know, he's recovering, he's finding his way in life. And then he had an overzealous agent at the airport see some of his CBD stuff and, like, literally throw the book, acted like you were packing heroin in your ass for, like, a cartel from Mexico. Yeah, it was... The, the abnormal thing about all of it was just they were checking people on the way out of the country, which is just something that... They can do whatever, right? But it's yes. just something they never do in the first place. And I had some cannabis with me for the for the for the flight yeah. to to England. You know, because as we, yeah. we were talking about, I don't have to take pills anymore. I had to take the cannabis. cannabis. Oh yeah, but the guy was really like, yeah. He, he was wanted, one of those he wanted, guys. Yeah, he the, wanted my head. Yeah, and he got it. And yeah. and so we got cryptically somehow you were able to get messages out to us. Yeah. Because you were in lockdown, you had nothing, and um, the cops were really nice. Like, because the the they didn't want to, they knew something was fishy, right? So, like, the the story is that you know they couldn't get me arrested for what I had because it wasn't illegal in California, and they were gonna make sh that not they this one guy was gonna make sure because I don't want to paint with a broad brush on CBP guys because. Yeah, All, most of them have been. No, this was an airport guy who, right? It wasn't. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Like my, overall, my experience with them over the years has been positive. Uh, even when I was a dumbass in the past. <laughs> well, the re the, re the, the guy made the guy lied and said that um, some of these capsules I had were crystal meth. Oh my! And so, you know, I was arrested for. Trafficking crystal meth, and it was all over the paper oh, and it, everywhere. And it hit the news, and um, and like I had spent a few years at that point, you know, building my reputation back up, and and then it was just like yeah. yeah and we were putting you on Maria's show on Sirius, like it was we were really building momentum. And, and I was so this. concerned, like that you guys were gonna get, you know. Mud splashed on you from that, you know. It was no. really bothering me. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. And, um, no, and, um, you know, <laughs> you know what they There's say. There's a lot of people Yo, told Sean, what I heard is when you're NWO, you're NWO for life. <laughs> but we Boston people don't play that way. And so when I found <laughs> out, I mean, we don't play that way of, like, we're going to be worried. If you're my friend, you're my friend. And if there's discipline that needs to happen, then we do it in house. We don't yeah. like I, even with Chris and Chris Rock and, and Will Smith. I just wish everyone would leave them alone and let them free handle it until it becomes a, now it becomes it keeps going. Or it's a political issue. Like stop, just let them. The, the boys will work it out. But with, with with this situation, I just remember like a lot of people like yeah, see you help people and you you know this is what you get and this that yeah. the other thing. Because why wouldn't somebody believe that story, Kev? Yeah, but you know, you have to trust your heart, you have to trust your instincts, you have to know that everyone screws up, and so even if you had screwed up, I'm like, he's my friend. And it was amazing, Kevin Nash, Triple H, all reached out to me, and I was like, I got it, don't worry guys. So, you know, I, we went, I went down there, and oh my God, I'll never forget you, I had never seen you look so beat up. Doesn't like, take long. You were like, oh my God. It takes, just, yeah, you were just not eating wiped and not out. getting water and stuff. And I'll never forget your look was like, okay, he doesn't hate me. <laughs> you had this like look of relief on your face when I walked in, and I it was like, Shut I just up. wasn't expecting it. Yeah, but I was like, of course, the fuck, fuck. That. I was coming to First terms all, that I might be in jail for a minute. No, and by the way, but I knew we, I didn't do anything. We yet. made friends with the bail bonds girl. We we went and took selfies with the bail, this cute bail bonds girl from Russia, me and Phil. <laughs> we so like one time I, I I was in jail, but I was totally the opposite of being depressed. 
because I'm like, oh my God, fi finally I'm in here and I actually didn't do I it. I didn't do anything, yeah. finally. <laughs> That's so funny. And then, you know it's what? Be great. But I'll tell you, Maria always references that story. And I'll tell you why. Because she's like, Kevin, that's why you have to like give people the benefit of the doubt. Because look at you were, Sean was right, you were right. You know, it, it, was, it, it was the right course. And it reminds me of like when I want to give up on somebody and go, mm, you know what? You can't. Like, imagine like if we had, yeah. maybe we wouldn't be here together as friends and all the great like experiences we've had. And, um, yeah, so I think that's important for people to know too. Like, hey, they're gonna fall down. You gotta help you. But by the way, hello, I'm gonna fall down. I've fallen down. Like, don't you think I want a helping hand? You think I want people to go? Yeah, f you, throw you in the trash. But anyway, and then like. Yeah. So, anyways, the word the finally the results came back from the test. And yeah, it was, was all it was negative. Yeah. And, you know, got vindicated, but you know too late <laughs> I yeah. mean not too late but like you know well that's the old thing fine now, well but. the whole thing is with it's funny with vindications it's always it's usually too late and it's past the point and you know we only like if it bleeds it leads we only like the darkness in the news which is why I say don't watch the news or listen to it we don't want to hear the oh well we screwed up we're sorry no everyone. you know I didn't do anything Kev yeah like still like you know that's part of still having to sweep up after yourself right like mm. when you have a past right yeah but you, you just know. accept that yeah yeah it's fine see that's great it's like when like if somebody if somebody doesn't want to like me now just because I've changed or whatever because they're still hung up on something I might have done to them or just some stupid shit I did you know my antics or whatever mm -hmm. like, back in the day yeah, yeah I'm just totally fine with it Kev I love totally that. I need to get there myself. I actually understand it, you know. Like I nobody owes me like, oh, you're forgiven or yeah. Like you understand. I'm part of the Xbox fan club now. Nobody owes me that shit. But you also are not letting it pull you. They're down. They're welcome to join it. <laughs> yeah, right. But you're not letting them pull you down. That's why I have no, a problem. Because no. I let it bother me. You know, like you can't let it. You just have to be like, hey, I, I know you know in your heart you're and sorry. You wouldn't do that again. I really like care a lot about right yeah but then you can try then to make amends and I they can accept or not can, yeah and then they can accept it or not what happens when they don't accept it though sean have you had that experience mm. where they didn't accept the apology no thank god god bless no god bless no because like honestly i never really like the shit that i i just failed to do shit more than did bad things to people I failed people more than I just than I you fucked them over. Or, you know, oh, it's hard for me to breathe when I hear that. Yeah, it's heavy. No, I know. It still sucks. Yeah, you know, but but all you can do is right, is just keep going and trying and just trying yeah. to be better and like and like I, I wish that for everybody. I wish that for other people because so many people have failed people and continue to fail them or hurt people and continue to hurt them. Yeah. I'm all for the face turn, as we, as you guys say in wrestling. Like, I'm all for turning when you turn into the good guy. Like, and uh, I know you can't go back in time, but at least you're doing, putting good things on forward or trying to. It's funny, like Deepak Chopra. It's interesting. His the whole theory on time is, is he just like it, there's no such thing as like the past. He's like, man created time. There's no, it never. Ha He's like, you know, it's gone. It's over. It's done. He's like, oh, like the only thing yeah. is between us right now. It's weird. It's weird because, I mean, everything happens so quick. Like, it, life, like, it, sometimes it feels like things were forever ago, and then, like, at the same time, it's just like a blur. Like, it was like, here we are. Yeah, like, I wonder what, it was, what this day was going to be like. Like, just like when Scott, you know, like, Scott Hall. knowing Scott was going to be Scott. gone. By the way, so this, so this is, guys, this is how incredible Sean is. Like, this was the closest thing he would have to a brother. Same with Kevin Nash. You, Kevin, and Scott Hall were brothers. I feel like you were the little brother to yeah. them. You both had different relationships with Scott. I've met Scott through you. Really good, kind man who was in so much pain and um, struggled with addiction and then just had multiple heart attacks, broke his hip, like, just had a tough passing. It's funny, just... I'm sure Triple H, I don't know if he'd mind me saying it, but he was just like, you know, he was in a lot of pain and 
he's in a better maybe he's out of the pain now maybe you know like well he is yeah getting in a better yeah. place I believe that and I believe he graduated and I think you know because he, he 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 carried a lot you know he carried a lot and I know and like I said uh, I know how hard it was for you because I know for the months and the years you would tell me this is going on with Scott you know and we're, we're trying and to every time like there might be a close call where you think oh man is it always, yeah. He was. He always came up out of it. So. He kicked out as he like. Yeah, but like I'm, like I was saying, you know, just, you know that it's coming one day, and you wonder like what that. I mean, I never spent too much time like thinking about what it was gonna be like, but just like. All of a sudden, there it was, you know. And your three is so connected, so to it's like the three-headed snake. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like. Don't even like it being a snake because I don't see you guys as Sorry, snakes. But I mean. But it definitely like a and even monster. I think just like a, you guys were just a triceratops. I just, I don't know how to put it, but like. Yeah, it's just legendary. And I think you guys really started. You really started so many things, but one of the things you started was like, bef the generation before you was like, really like, um, everyone was all of workers were on an each one was on a separate island where it it later became a brotherhood or maybe if an outside force attacked it became a brotherhood yes. but really internally was it wasn't they, everyone was doing their own thing going home to their families and you guys were the beginning of like no 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 we're going to have each other forever the company will go on the bosses will keep going but we're we're brothers we're in the foxhole together we got to help each other we got to take care of each other and now you see Shared millennials and, yeah millennials and gen z are much more like that. Women, younger millennial, I see Gen Z stars especially, are like that where they're helping each other, supporting each other, not trying to kill each other. Yeah. And you guys in wrestling, I feel like started that. Is your yes. and, and it got labeled bad as being called the click. And I'm sure I know you guys weren't angels, and you know that. No. But at the same time, it really started this whole like, hey, we need each other. Like <laughs> there were some eggs broken to make that omelet. Have. <laughs> <laughs> great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you did, and um, and I think it's really nice. And I and what I love, Sean, is when you're around. You know, the young kids—they all look up to you, and they all have great things to say, and they should, but they do. And like, uh, yeah, my heart just goes out with, uh, you know, the loss of Scott because I know, it's like all th you three guys. Like it's, well, it's not us three guys anymore. I know. But like, you know, it's not, it's. Yeah, I don't want to get too into it. But it just, I forget sometimes. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Kinda, because that makes me just feel like I can. I don't know if that's like not letting it go or whatever, but I, I feel like sometimes I could just check out. You know. You know, Maria still calls her mother sometimes. Really? Doesn't know. Yeah, she calls up. I tried to call my mother again today. <sighs> you know, like muscle memory. You know, you're in your yeah. car in LA, or coming home from work in traffic. Boom! Like that's me. My my, my I, every time I get in my car, I call my mother. I'm in LA traffic. Maybe I'm like I, I get it. But let's go back to what you said earlier. Whatever gets you through, right? Yeah. It's better if like if you forget, great. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're not, I mean, there are things that are really valuable to people that are you know, like. CBT, cognitive behavior therapy. Tell me about that. Uh, I, it's, I'm not really, I, it's hard for me to. Wait, to help you remember, to you mean? Up. Yes, to make but you know, yeah. it's, it's, people can look it up and yeah, it's, there's but, a lot of stuff But I'm going to say, I'm going to say right now that maybe it's not a bad thing. I mean, I, I, sometimes things happen. I, I'll take it back to my dogs and yeah. you've seen this with Lula. So Benny lost his uh, sight and he lost his hearing. And then baby lost her hearing. And, you know, being us being human, you go, oh my God, I can oh, imagine being blind and deaf and deaf. But they have different senses. So Benny was still able to drink his water, find his food. Like, but what also went away was their stress levels. No more doorbell rings and they freak out. No more. Sleeping nicely. You know, so sometimes, like, some of these things, I have known some people. The dementia, and it's going to sound really crazy, dementia is really hard for the people around the people, but I've known certain 
individuals, the dementia actually helped them because they were in so much emotional pain or they were very nasty and then the dementia they became sweet or they didn't have to think about someone who died and you know it's funny how the universe works so if 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 huh. why do you need to be so Maria's dad this is a guy who like will have poison ivy on his arm and he won't itch it he's got such a strong mind but he literally can be like I don't want to think about it I want to think about my wife and my love of my life and my best friend no longer being with me I don't you know, he'll think about it for a minute. It's okay. On Doesn't goes the Greek music. That's right. And by the way, who are we to judge? I want Costa here, Sean. Yeah. I know how much he loves his wife. Yeah. But he has this way. I remember, forget when we put our first dog down. He loved her, Noel, and he called her Presvitera. It's Greek for a queen. And I'll never forget we FaceTimed to, so he could say goodbye. And he looked into the you know, phone. And I just saw like the sad, and he just turned his head and walked away. And when I was younger, I said to myself, "Oh, you know, he's um, you know, he, you know, he he shouldn't deny his pain like that. He should sit in it." And, and, and now I've gotten older, I'm like, "No, like for it, everybody, it's different." And for him, he just has this way of like, "I'm not crank the Greek music. I'm gonna go mow the lawn, drive on my mower, you know." And so, I'd rather you continue on. I feel like we're. It's going to be five minutes. We're going to see everyone who's left us. We're in, it, life goes so fast. We're going to all see them soon enough. So the best thing is, is like we have to uh, carry on. And I feel like I always say to Maria too, and I know with my dad, who's been gone for decades. But I always say, you know, in some ways he gave his life for me to have a better life. Maria's mother gave her life in some ways for Maria and I to have a better life. For Maria to have a better life. The best way to honor them is to live and enjoy life. And like you know, Scott, he, all he, you were his little brother. All he wants for you is to win and be happy and successful, and especially now. So I think it's the best way yeah, to honor you got them. To see it. He did. He was yeah. so proud of your turnaround. He was so proud. You know, and it's different for everybody, and no judgment. You know, again. So, um, and Sean, just thank you so much, and you know. Marie and I just, you know, you are truly family to us. It's beyond friendship. And we're so blessed to know you. It was so funny last night, just on, on the light note. I don't know what brought it up. Maria and I were, um, so in the middle of WrestleMania last night, we was like, this classic Maria. So, by the way, I do regular guy Friday. It should be regular gal <laughs> Mondays because Maria is me. More so because she's like, I want pretzels, I want hot dogs. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, let's go. So we ran upstairs and we're having like we're sidebarring and with like this intermission, we're wolfing down. We have hot dogs, pretzels. We had like uh, fries with steak on them. Like it was just in this arena. And Maria goes, goes, I don't know why people don't understand it, Kathy. I was like, understand what? She's like, in life, you got to be NWO. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, and what we mean by that is like being a group that protects each yeah. other and like and, and you know how to take care of people, put people over. There's this guy, Pat McAfee, who you know yeah. and loves you. But like we're watching this guy, he's really a new generation uh host. All this guy's doing is trying to help and put other people over. And be NWO, you know, like just just you know and explain what that means then. It, what to be NWO? Put people over. So oh, I have wrestling yeah. terms. I'm around Sean too much. He's like, uh, but meaning like uplift people, promote them, yeah. say good things about them, and, you know, and, protect and, them. In wrestling, when you not just get beat, not when you let a guy beat you, but like, because sometimes you can let a guy win the match, but you're still not putting them over because you're not making them look good. Yeah. Yeah, make them look good too. Yeah. You know? and, and to elevate his game. Yeah. And exactly. uh, anyway, and like I said, I think being NWO for life is that, and pr pr protecting your friends and, and promoting them, and uh, and yeah, so keeping certain things in house, keeping things in, my in house. Opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. does hey look, my friends and I, we've, I think it's I can say this without breaking any trust, like have rolled our eyes at each other a few times over the years. I mean, it's going to happen, right? Sure, of course. Uh, but. You're, you've never heard us speak a fucking nope. word of it. Stays in-house. That's right. We keep it in-house. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Sean, I love you. I'm so grateful for you to have done this for us. That.
bomb. No, no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> and I really, uh, and hopefully to our listeners in the Heel Squad, I hope this helps again. It's not this is one my size, story. It's, it's Sean's story. It's not one size fits all. I, I hope there's stuff in there that maybe you can take away. And uh, thank you uh, so much and for your patience and, um, and for dealing with the backup quarterback, Mr. Maria Menounos. But until then, as Maria says, I usually have Kelsey here to help me with this. It is be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.